Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Shout out to Jacob Swanson and David Reed for making the show happen today. Lance Lee, we hope you feel better and that you're back soon. Uh, Becca Risley, Sleepy Danny, Sarah Triplett, our production assistant, doing fantastic work across the OutKick network. If you are watching on YouTube, we hope you'll hit the subscription button, uh, that you will subscribe to the channel, that you'll like the page and the broadcast, and by subscribing, you're automatically entered to win a great prize pack from Sony and Hertz Audison, a full car stereo system that we'll be drawing from our subscription base on YouTube. You search out Outkick 360 on YouTube, hit subscribe, you're automatically entered to win. If you've already subscribed, you're automatically entered to win. And we appreciate that. Chad is headed to Knoxville, headed to the hill as soon as the, uh, the show wraps up this afternoon. And Chad, that's because you're emceeing, you're, you're moderating a, a conversation on name image likeness that includes members of the University of Tennessee football team. Yeah, we've got a, a graphic for you also. It's uh, presented by Spire Sports, uh, NIL Open House, Old City Sports Bar. Hutton and I are familiar with this place. It's a great spot in the Old City in Knoxville. Uh, various businesses will be there. Uh, Tennessee football players, Joe Milton, who just transferred in from Michigan, possible starting quarterback, uh, Grant Ferking, who you heard yesterday. Wide receiver of Tennessee will be there. Uh, representatives from softball, golf, uh, some different sports represented. Looking forward to it. Uh, the head of external affairs for Tennessee Athletics, a, a recent hire from Danny White from University of Florida that came over to Tennessee, uh, and I'm blanking on her name right now. She'll be there also taking questions. So it's going to be a combined sports agency, business, athlete, university discussion on NIL and how local businesses can help uh, with the efforts of Tennessee athletics to win. You know, this is it ultimately is about partnering with the right people, the right student athletes, the student athletes with the ability to make money. But let's get down to brass tacks here. It's about creating an advantage for your program and for getting out of the doldrums of SEC football. Uh, if you're Tennessee or if you're any program out there that's looking to rebound, Hudson, we we hit on this yesterday with Miami. And what went on there with the Miami Booster, who owns the MMA gyms, that's giving so much money where every player is going to get sponsored. That's just the first part of this. We're going to see a lot more deals like that moving forward. And I think at a place like Tennessee, and I'm going to talk about this tonight at the Open House event, it's really imperative. I'm going to put Tennessee, Arkansas, South Carolina, uh, Nebraska. I'm thinking about states where... You've got a huge loyal following. Tennessee maybe not even the best example because you do have Vandy in the state. You've got some other programs that have some clout in the state as well. But where you're the biggest game in town, right? You're, you're the only game in town in, in certain states like Arkansas with mm -hmm. no pro sports. You can really get in and dive in on um, the local kids. Yes. You know, LSU is not having a problem getting kids from Louisiana to go there. But if they were, boy, what a time. 
to, to capitalize on name image likeness in the state of L, uh, Louisiana with LSU and their athletes. I think the appeal guys of the kid from Brentwood to go to Tennessee and not go to Ohio State or Alabama or Georgia, but if you are a homegrown Tennessee kid to wear the orange and white, to go to Tennessee and to make money with Tennessee-based business, to make money with pilot oil, or, or to make money with any number of Tennessee-based businesses, I think if the sales pitch is good, schools like Tennessee could really benefit in-state with a, if you sell a lasting connection with state businesses and being a part of the state and not leaving the state and how much more money you're gonna make in name, image, likeness. If you're from Lexington, Tennessee, or Murfreesboro, or Alcoa, wherever it is in the state of Tennessee, this is what we can provide for you at the University of Tennessee. And that's gonna, that's gonna be a strategic partnership with businesses, with the school. The school's gonna need to make some allowances on that also to create an environment where you're gonna win in recruiting. And I think that's what every program out there is trying to figure out right now. Well, what, that's still, that's good I think for making your roster full of three and four star players. And, and see if you agree. The five stars are going to cut these deals in high school. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we're going to see the individual sponsorships before they even step foot on campus. Absolutely. But This is going to be a big part of recruiting yes. for all these schools. But if you have a Dan Lambert who is with American Top Team and owns that gym down in Miami, and he's going to guarantee this year a $500 payment for every football player on their roster. So he's going to give, 900, or he's going to give 90 athletes $500 for the semester uh, in, in exchange for, I believe, for tweeting about American Top Team. Um, if that's the case, then you're going to be able to drive that local talent that's in Brentwood or that's in West Tennessee that may be on the fringe of going out of state for a better opportunity and may stay in state now because of the ties to the University of Tennessee. I still think the high level attraction is going to be the individual sponsorships for the five stars. The well, five-star quarterback is going to have a deal in high school. Yes, but I mean, an example that just popped in my head. If you're Jerry Jones mm -hmm. and you want to get Arkansas atop the SEC West, what is to stop Jerry Jones from spending astronomical amounts of money on name, image, likeness to go get Arch Manning and to endorse the star of the Cowboys or whatever company he wants him to endorse, of all the business interests he has, just to his athletic complex he wants endorsed? If he wanted to go to the top talent in Texas and say, Jerry Jones wants to pay you, I'll throw out a number, 75 grand a year right. while you're in school to rep and tweet about the Dallas Cowboys athletic complex, but you're going to Arkansas to do that. As a, if, you go, if you go to Arkansas, it's not a, I'm paying you to go to Arkansas. It's a, know that this deal is in place if At, you commit to Arkansas, you to Arkansas and when you sign to Arkansas. That is where my head explodes. Because if you are the Haslam family at Tennessee, if you are, name the, the family, if you're the Ingram family at Vanderbilt, the big booster, the big business that backs those programs, the possibilities and how deep you could go with trying to create a winning edge is incredible to me. And, and that's the teams that are going to win in recruiting and win on the field 
are going to be the most open about this. The universities are going to be the most progressive thinking on this. And that's why I'm excited as a Tennessee grad that the University of Tennessee will have reps there tonight. Yeah, They're not sitting on the sidelines saying, well, you guys do whatever you want. They're there to answer questions. They're there to help. They're there to talk to local businesses that are in attendance because guess what? Tennessee wants to win. They're tired of getting kicked around, the SEC. And every program that's out there, they're either wanting to continue winning and make sure they're on the cutting edge of it, like in Alabama, or they want to get back to where they were before, or they want to go places they've never been before, like Vanderbilt. I mean, let's go to another local team. Vanderbilt has inherent advantages as the only private school in Nashville, Tennessee. I talked about Grant Furking selling Knoxville, the market in East Tennessee. Think about selling Nashville in name, image, likeness. Scotty Pippen Jr. is coming back. Mm -hmm. You think Scotty Pippen Jr. can get some cash in name, image, likeness with his father and playing in Nashville, Tennessee at Vanderbilt? These are the possibilities I'm discussing. So there, correct me if I'm wrong, there are really, what's the regulation on name, image, likeness? Like what's the minimum you have to do to get something? If I'm Spencer Rattler, and you sign me to name, image, likeness deal. What's the minimum I have to do for you? Or well, is that up to you? It's, it's you up, sign me to a deal, just, it's up to it's you. It's up to the business. I mean, they're going to do something. You know, they're going to tweet so many things or provide right, content. But, uh, you sign me, I give you my, my Twitter password, and I trust you to tweet for me. I don't have to do a damn thing, right? Yeah, that's no, yeah. I mean, So yeah, you're you basically don't. paying me. Yeah. So it's, it's the Well, wild. they've even outlawed. They said boosters, they can't stop boosters that own companies from just paying high school recruits or paying the players, but they're saying it has to be fair market value for social media influencers. But the problem is there's no standard fair market value. Yeah, what is you're that? Setting the, you're setting you the fair market, and the fair market isn't for social media influence. The fair market is for Division One quarterback at major school. But So Spencer so, Rattler, if you were recruiting him now to Oklahoma, you take Avis, which I have here as the third largest company in Oklahoma, and Avis says, how much does it cost me to get Spencer Rattler if the Avis guy is interested yeah, in Spencer yeah. Rattler to Oklahoma? I'll pay you and we'll pretend like it's for social media influence, but it's really what it costs me to get you to go to Oklahoma. I mean, I think you'd still have to go through the motions. And if you're a business person, you still want them to tweet about you. You know, we've seen the kids with like the Milo sweet tea, right. you know, already on the first day on, um, you know, uh, I mean, talk about the raising canes. And they have a, a, some chicken with them, and they're, they're tweeting about it. Like, you're still going to want, even if I'm a booster, and ultimately I want you to come play football at my school so I can have fun during the fall, I'm still going to make you hold up your end of the bargain right. and the do that. the time requirement, here's your rental car the time for the year. Call is Take nothing. a picture of yourself in this rental car it's once nothing. a week and at mention Avis. I mentioned this yesterday. Uh, I talked to Clay Travis about this because he just put it out there on his video and tweeted out. We're looking for OutKick ambassadors that are college athletes. If you're interested, DM me. He's got hundreds of DMs from across the country. I mean, what, the commitment could be as little as we send you T-shirts, you post on Instagram in those T-shirts. You do it once a month. You know, you could take a bunch of pictures all at once and post it once a month. The, the people that are trying to say, well, now these kids are going to have you know, taxes, which they are, or it's a, another full-time job, it doesn't have to be. I don't think you're going to see many people going out and uh, scheduling a ton of events and planning all these things. It's going to be people tweeting, talking about, uh, you know, people joked it's going to look like a NASCAR event, you know, when people go to the podium <laughs> after a game with all the stuff on their shirt. It might turn into that, but it's going to be more things like that than doing a lot of intensive labor 
for these companies. Also, let, let's let's also for a moment, like we can't gloss over the fact that the NCAA is trying to say it needs to be fair market value. The value will be whatever the sponsors want to pay, Decided. and the NCAA is not going to regulate anything. They're out of it. They've missed their mark on this. There, there's no regulatory aspect of this from from their office at all. They lost. Uh, yeah, and and. That's just not going to... Ask Jake and Logan Paul what fair market value is for social media. Well, and this is... I have more of an issue with Jake and Logan Paul being millionaires. I, don't, I still don't know what their talent is. Every time I even ask a young person, what is it they do well, that's the, to get this stardom? It's like, oh, they did silly video. What, what are they? Are they funny? Are they comedic? Or are they crazy? I, I still have no well, that's idea. That's where the money's going, though. It's good. That's the Think, world we live in. The, the athletes that have a TikTok and Instagram influencer... Yes title yes that's where the money's going to end up the the attractive volleyball player with thousands of instagram followers at ucla right. is going to get more money than the starting star <laughs> linebacker at ucla <laughs> in a lot of instances and that's dollars and cents i'm fine with it. i'm fine with the Mar i'm fine with the paul brothers making whatever they can make on duping uh, the public to pay for pay-per-views and all that fine they can do that like anyone else. But I guess my point is I have less of a problem with this name, image, likeness because at least these people have a talent, right? Like I'm paying you also in part. It's not just a straight trade. I'm paying you because you're good at playing offensive tackle. Right. I'm paying you because you're an influencer, but you being good at offensive tackle or being a star athlete at my alma mater, that's a talent. That's a reason that I want to pay you also, and it's part of the reason you have the following. But, I mean, we're just, every time you start to walk on this path, you are kicking up stones and uncovering more and more possibilities of where this thing could go. You know, and there's going to need to be some regulation. People are like, deregulate it all, don't do anything. You really don't want just the total wild, wild, wild west. west. There needs to be ugly. something because people, it's pro athletics now. You know, it's pro sports. Well, that's great. It is a little bit more pro sports in major college sports now. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Pro sports are regulated. You can't mess around with contracts. There are roster limitations. There are salary caps. There needs to be regulations with this also. They just don't know what they are yet. Because it's, 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 gonna, it's all trial and error. They don't it's know what they have to contain. Well, it's all trial and error. You know, we're going to see where it goes, how crazy it gets, and then kind of pull back on some things. That's my understanding. Yeah, and which the NCAA, is dangerous. Also, the NCAA saying fair market value for an organization and, and a, a body uh, that that makes billions over the years off of these athletes that made nothing is, is also laughable uh, for fair market value that you're now going to just throw this out there flippantly as if you have any control of this whatsoever. You also can't put a price on happiness. Like If I'm some rich bleephole yeah. that's got tons of money, yeah. you know, uh, uh, T. Boone Pickens, yeah. I'm sure he gave money to philanthropy, but his biggest philanthropy was Oklahoma State Athletics. Yeah, he owned Oklahoma State. He had an oil company. <laughs> he struck it rich, and he decided, you know what I want to do? I want to invest in my own happiness and make Oklahoma State Athletics Gun good. Man. So what is fair market value for a rich person deciding, right. you know what means a lot to me? Going in my luxury suite to Neyland Stadium on Saturday and watching my team beat Florida or Alabama again. That's what makes me happy. I'm willing to spend $500,000 to help make that happen. If I can be a part of the solution and not the problem, and the coaches tell me these are the players we need, I'm going to give that much money to them if it's going to lead to my happiness in the end. 
What is fair market for that? There is no fair... You see my point? I, do. like, I don't know what that's worth to someone. It's, it, it's, it's worth something hollow, different to everyone. It's just a hollow phrase that they're throwing out there. That they it sounds somewhat regulatory, though, it's, but it's not. Right. Uh, and, and who knows where we're headed with this? I, we had Grant Furkin on yesterday, Paul, and you know, I, I and I told him in the in the chat. I I have been thinking of NIL from tweets and you know wearing a T-shirt. He is looking at this as he's a he's a student. He's graduated. He's a graduate student now. The businessman. Has he's playing in the SEC. He's playing in the SEC, and he can now, as a student, based on the business that he's built represent other students so he is going to be paying for nil in fact they've already got deals done where you have now college students paying for college student representation see i i i admire him a great deal, well this is going to be more when he's, he's out of school periphery. too he's, he's going to be he's big on the periphery because how many kids come into a situation like his who are Good enough well, to none. be a Division One athlete and have formed a profit, a, yeah. a significant profitable but, business. Also, yeah, but he's like, an exception. But, but Mackenzie Milton and Derek King, quarterbacks in Florida at Miami and Florida right, State, came up with something. They've partnered together to form uh, Dreamfield, where they're going to represent players for NIL, and they you go to them as a athlete, and they, they will then distribute your brand and come back with partners for you. And they're doing this as quarterbacks uh, in the ACC. Well, and it's, it's all about opportunity. And um, going back to Grant Furking, who, who will be there tonight as well, and I'm looking forward to meeting yeah. him and talking about his business idea. He sees opportunities. I mean, he said this. I'm an entrepreneur. If I see a way to disrupt a market, I'll do it. When he thought, you know, I already have all these relationships. He's got Henry Toho Toho endorsing Metro Straw, his company, in Alabama after he transferred, because he's buddies with him, having been teammates with him. It's not just Tennessee athletes he's signing up to endorse his own company. This consulting firm that he started is also an opportunity. I can help players at Tennessee and other SEC schools. Then when I graduate, I've got a fully functioning business already. He's going to graduate this year from grad school and be done with football. He's not going to be in college anymore, but he can still be. There's going to be companies like this popping up everywhere that are now going to help athletes with name image likeness jimmy sexton was reggie white's college roommate jimmy sexton controls college football now (laughs) and it started because he was placed in a dorm with reggie white and that was his first client and he built a successful sports agency and client list starting with tennessee players starting with reggie white and it's grown now to every big time coach in college sports and all these uh professional football players and, and everything else. So I think what Grant Furking is seeing is the, the the opportunity is in front of him because of his relationship. And it's smart. You know, I'm not saying he's going to be Jimmy Sexton with this company, but it's a good start when you're already signing up athletes you play with and know. I'm impatient for the whittling down because it feels like, you know, it's out there. And there's a lot of unknown about it, right? So everybody's like, NIL, NIL, NIL. Well, a lot of these people and companies who are talking like they're in, who don't even understand it yet, will ultimately drop off because they don't have a creative idea or a foot in the door or uh, idea for what the return they expect off of it is and all of that. So I'm looking forward to it going from this big 
to to this big so you see what it actually is and means and the creative people start to win and get their their thing and the people who are you know the hangers on who think like oh this is my in to this foray who don't really have any thinking about it except that oh, i can make money here in some way shape or form but don't have a plan don't have a whatever I, I'm looking forward to that separation where I can have a better understanding of what it is. Well, here's something else I thought about, and I and see this all be. the time. Recruits in high school saying, hey, Vols fans, show me some love. Get me to 10,000 followers on Twitter. Hey, Ohio State fans, I'm business weekend. Get me to 15,000 followers, whatever it may be. How much more valuable is that now? When you're, when you're looking yeah. at a, a straight number of followers yeah, you get that and social media mark. influence and also the power those fan bases have when that recruit picks another school to zap their following. That's really... Vol Twitter is the most wow. powerful in the country. If they jump on board with the recruit and get them to 40,000 followers, and, and then they go, go to Auburn, and now they have 7,000 followers because everyone jumps off board, that is a... Does that happen? That is both a boost and a hindrance that fan bases can lend to high school Are they good athletes. about taking them away, unfollowing? I think so. I mean, I haven't seen that but dramatic of a drop. somebody now organize it more and say, hey... We gave him the I don't, 10, I don't know why you're a fan of a school if you follow a high school kid because he wanted 30,000 followers and then they commit somewhere else, why you wouldn't unfollow them. Yeah. Well, I would see, I would see one attention. tweet about their, their new school and, and unfollow yeah. immediately. I mean, that, that is a nice fan power element to it. Coming up, what is the likelihood that Derrick Henry reaches 10,000 yards rushing for a career? PK weighs in next on Outkick 360. Outkick 360 across the Outkick network. If you're watching on YouTube, we hope you'll subscribe to the channel. You're automatically entered to win a Sony and Hertz Audison car stereo system. Paul, you recently uh, answered the question, I believe in one of the mailbags, paulkoharski.com, of the likelihood we will see Derrick Henry get to 10,000 yards rushing for a career. That, that would put him uh, right there with Eddie George, for instance. That's the number. What do you think? He's got 58.60, so he's in good standing. Now, he's 27, so we know uh, about the age. He had, uh, you know, weak carry seasons at the beginning, too. Um, so he doesn't have a lot of tread. He had fewer carries in those first two seasons than he had uh, in, in combined than he had in 2019 or 2020. So, I mean, that's a good thing in terms of the tread on his tires at this point in time. But still, you know, older running back is bad. For the purposes of the exercise, I said, let's say he plays four more years. All right, if he played four more years with 17-game seasons, he'd need to average 60.8 yards a game to get to 10K. His current average is 75.1. So you're giving him a 15-yard discount over four years. Four years is a lot, though. Yeah. So, I mean, I'd expect a, a high average the next two years, say, and a lower average the two years after that. If he played five years, again, I'd expect the average to be high early and low late, but he'd need to average 48.7 over five years. Now, I think it's really hard for all of us to imagine a drop-off for Derrick Henry because of how dominant he is. But I also insist on telling people it will come at some point. 
superhuman Derrick Henry will become human. And he'll get dinged, and the line will have a problem, and stuff will happen. So he needs to get as many as he can as soon as he can in this while he's still in his prime. But those numbers are not outrageous, 60.8 no. over 17 games for four years or 48.7 over five years. And you know they're not coming in that precise allotment, right? He's going to have some 200-yard games that will throw that up and he'll have some 60-yard games. So the wear on the tires is why I say absolutely he reaches this, or the lack thereof, wear of the tires. So right now, his current workload is only 36th most all-time in carries through five seasons. And that's because, what Paul alluded to, he mentioned the first two seasons. I've got the numbers on the first three. Three, yeah. He had only 501 carries combined in three seasons, his first three in the year. 110, 176, 215. That's 128th most all-time in NFL history for carries within three the first three years of a season. 128? 128. That is minimal. And then minimal it's been wear. 303, 378, not counting playoffs. Yeah, so I, I think when factoring in his age, you have to also keep in mind what, what he did or how he was or was not used compared to what he's doing now and where he is numbers-wise. Um, this was posed to me on Channel 5 uh, from, from John Burton. He was asking me what I thought Henry's chances were of repeating the 2,000-yard season, which we have never seen happen. But now he's got the 17th game. He takes incredible care of his body. I mean, he is always going to be in the, the physical peak of Derrick Henry right now. Um, and when you consider that he really hits it into gear over the final, really final half of the season, but definitely the final three quarters, and the fact that the, the offense is still going to go through him, it's still going to be set behind that offensive line that they currently hold. I know, Paul, your, your question was about 10K. I'm asking the question about 2K, and with the 17th game, I think he could. I could think he could be the first to do that. Yeah, I, I would say absolutely. He's reaching 10,000. The 10, thing 000. is, his his averages the last two years, 2019, 2020, 102.7, 126.7. Those are outrageously high. He could run for 2K this year, and it would be yes. outrageously high again. But when it, when the per game carry stops, per game yardage stops being outrageous that the ticker towards 10,000 slows. I think it gets there. The other thing is that the questioner asked, you know, if he finishes his career somewhere else, like the way Eddie went to, to Dallas, you know, I, from my Titans perspective, I've said this all along, and I, I believe that Mike Vrabel is fully on board with this. You use Derrick Henry to the absolute max yes. for as long as possible. Yes. You're not worried about down the road. Drive him, drive him, ride him, ride him. And when the wheels come off, the wheels come off. You take your chances on that. But you're not doing any thinking in 2021 about 2022 or 2023 or 2024. So, you know, Barry Sanders, when he ran for <coughs> uh, 2,000 yards, he was 29. And then he followed up at age 30 by running for over 1,400 yards the following season. Big time back-to-back. -back. Um, Eric Dickerson did it in a year. Uh, he did that in year two of his career at the age of 24 when he ran for 2,000. And he ran for 7,300 yards over the five seasons after that. 
and, and, and I'm picking out the guys who have rushed for 2,000 because those are the elite of the elite and how we measure the top back in the league. O.J. Simpson had 6,000 yards after his 2,000-yard season uh, over the rest of his career. Uh, Jamal Lewis rushed for 2,000 yards at age 24 and then had 900 yards or more in each of the following five seasons. And those are 14-game Right, yeah, some of these are for some of these guys. You're right. Um, Adrian Peterson led the league in rushing at age 30 after running for 2,000 yards at age 27. So Adrian Peterson sustained better than anybody. Yes, we're, we're seeing guys, and, and it's tough to compare Chris Johnson to Derrick Henry because the, the training element of this is very critical in how much he has left because it has, it has changed so much even when Chris Johnson was in the league to now. Also, how, durability. I mean, Chris Johnson but, was very durable for what he was. Right. But how much less does Chris Johnson <clears throat> weigh than Derrick Henry? Well, the, exactly. I, I'm just... 45 pounds? I, I don't think we can put a... Yeah, yeah. I don't think we can put a ceiling on, on what he's capable of. Because I would already... I, I would already argue he's in great... He's in a great spot to do it again in 2021. And the performance we saw in a career best effort and a career best offense... Um, franchise best offense, things we haven't seen before right here in Nashville. I'm excited for it. I, I mean, he is one of the biggest names in the league at a time where his position has been depreciated. Yes. And I think, you know, the Titans lucked into it into a de- to a degree. It was a good pick, but it was kind of identity <clears throat> insurance, which I've talked about. DeMarco Murray was their guy, and, nearly traded and the him. thinking was, <clears throat> what happens if DeMarco Murray goes down? And they wanted to sustain the same identity, so they took Derrick Henry. They were not expecting this. You know, this is beyond the best-case scenario. Um, but now you're an inside-out football team for a lot of people uh, in terms of it running through your running back. But you have the receivers that a lot of teams are centered around, too, without that great running back. Offense needs to carry this team again with the defense, you know, hopefully, like we've talked about time and time again, going from 29th to 16th, and, and you'd be set. The one thing people don't ever expect is Derrick Henry to get hurt. And look, Derrick Henry could get hurt through no fault of his own. Right. He's a supremely conditioned athlete, the, maybe the best that we've ever seen pass through town, one of the best you've ever seen pass through the league. But if somebody rolls up on his leg in a pile... That, that kind of thing happens, and that sidetracks a season, uh, a month, whatever, and a lot of the conversation setback, that we're talking For about. sure. Yep. And, that, and that's the one thing that goes without saying. For everybody. The injury situation across the league. I mean, that, if, if he stays healthy, you can say that about every player, in and every especially guys that are in, in the elite and in their prime. Uh, so we, we throw that caveat out there, but we assume, and Paul's readership assumes, that we already know that. The guy's got to stay healthy. Hang with us. We wrap up the show by talking about the latest dynasty. I'll kick 360 rolls on. I'll kick 360, wrapping up what's been a fun show. Uh, shout out to the Tampa Bay Lightning. I know many of you didn't watch the Stanley Cup final. That's fine. But we need to recognize just how great they've been. Back-to-back champions, back-to-back years of skating the cup. And they're the first team to go back-to-back 
since the Penguins did it in 2016 and 2017. And at that time, with the star power that the Penguins had, we were pointing to the dynasty. And it marks the third time in franchise history that they've won the Stanley Cup. They did it also in 2004. Well, there's no stopping this team. Uh, with what they, I mean, for as good as they were, and we mentioned their forward and, and how good they were on, on, on defense, the MVP was, <laughs> was still their goaltender, Vasilevsky, who was excellent throughout the entire postseason. So, gave him a shutout well, in the clinch. To go from winning the bubble Stanley Cup, which is fulfilling but different, mm-hmm. not doing it in front of fans. So having the, not disappointment, but the disappointment of winning your cup in a year where there's no fans around, to then just following it up and winning it in front of a packed house. Uh, and that was a special scene last night when they skated the cup with, with the Tampa fans. It was rocking uh, down in Tampa Bay. And also congrats to Tampa for going from a city most known for its strip clubs <laughs> to a city known for championships with the Bucks and with the Lightning. Currently Incredible holding, how the metamorphosis of that city. Currently holding two of the major four trophies. And, and to, the Rays are pretty good. Yeah, to localize it also, uh, you know, the Preds didn't match up to the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes ultimately didn't match up to the, to the Lightning, and the, and the Lightning won the Stanley Cup very handily. Yeah. I think we see the gap between Nashville and the ultimate prize. Um, unfortunately, more distant than, than we'd all like. NBA Finals tonight. We are Suns fans as a show. Uh, you can join us at FanDuel. We talked about threats earlier in the show. Yeah. You know, what's a threat, what's not. Don't take this as a threat, Tampa Bay, but this is more of a warning. You may be winning in hockey and football now, but Nashville is coming for your baseball team. Uh, so get ready. It's going to happen. The Rays will move to Nashville <laughs> at some point. That is a warning, not a threat. Rays will move here. And I'll go watch my Yankees lose two out of three every time. Every time. We are back at it tomorrow. John McClain's going to join us. We're going to hit NFL headlines and I'll topics. Be here. John will join us. Plus, we'll have the Tennessee Power Hour for you. Join us on social media tonight. Hit us up on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. And again, join us on fanduel.com slash OK360. You can play the parlay, which is available in the replay of the show. We're betting the finals tonight. Suns minus the points plus some other legs to the same game parlay. Join us there and join us tomorrow at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, right here on OutKick 360. Don't block the box, but lock the locks. Hey, it's Jonathan Hutton. Thanks for listening to OutKick 360. Be sure to subscribe to the show to have the latest podcast delivered to you each and every day. And give us five stars. It helps us grow our network and provide you with more great podcasts like this one.